just a heads up that the following podcast does contain all the spoilers. Hey kid, I want to watch a movie that is most likely the result of our president and North Korea's dictator not getting along. I think this movie is a great representation of conflict with people even after a post-apocalyptic future. Ah, uh, whatever. It's just Warriors of the Wasteland. It's New Barbarians. Warriors of the Wasteland. New Barbarians. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Brennan. And today we've got a special treat. I think it's a documentary from the near future. Yep. It's Year called, 2019. Yep. It's called Warriors of the Wasteland, also known as the New Barbarians. I like Warriors of the Wasteland better. It sounds way cooler. Yeah, it's from 1983. It's directed by... Forgive me if I mess this up. Because... I'm not the best with Italian names sometimes, but it's directed by Enzo G. Castellari, and it is starring Giancarlo Prate. Also, um, he went by Timothy Brent in this. Not as bad as our Shin Godzilla No. <laughs> not even close. I can get this one right. Fred Williamson, George Eastman, and Anna Kanakis. We watch this on Amazon, mm-hmm. and... Their lowdown of the movie is, it's the year 2019, and the world has been devastated by nuclear war. The few survivors try desperately to reach a distant land, only to be thwarted by brutal attacks from the fierce Templars and their leader, one. Not to be confused with the Templars from the Assassin's Creed series, completely different relation. Or the Knights of Templar. Or the Knights of Templar, yeah. These are just... We'll get into these, who these Templars are. Hang on a sec. Move the arms on my chair. So the movie starts off. There's a small model of a city. <laughs> and some cool synth opening music. Mm-hmm. As what we can only assume is not really just bright light in a fog machine, but a nuclear explosion going off. Oh, it's so, so bad. It's it's like, and it's so obviously a model city. The windows aren't sized correctly for it's, scaling. I don't even think there's anything in it. I think they're just holes cut in cardboard. Yeah. And then you just see like a little like pointy thing go down in the middle of the city. And then a bright light and then fog. Yep. Like, well, there's cool synth music. The synth music is cool, but I was expecting like, all the buildings in a mile vicinity instantly blown away by the explosive winds. People's faces melting off, <laughs> Terminator Two style. Well, then the 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 picture just shrinks down mm-hmm. to an odd size mm-hmm. up in one of the corners. Yeah, and just names of everybody. All the opening credits just scattered throughout, no rhyme or reason, just popping up. 
Like, it would have been cool to see different clips playing. Like, I don't know, there's people running away, uh, cars on fire. It's it's just obviously a fog machine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would have been cool to see more destruction. And I guess we'll, we'll get into that once yeah. we get in, more into the movie. Like, I don't know, hey, it got really bright, and all of a sudden there's just a whole bunch of fog. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear apocalypse, everybody. Yep. Yep, and once that's done, we cut to what I'm assuming is a some type of crashed spacecraft or some type of futuristic vehicle. Definitely not a spacecraft. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, because it pans over and there's all the corpses and it starts off, first one, female, <laughs> because we can tell because it has plastic bubbles for, where, where the boobs would be. For the breasts, yes. But it's clear. It's clear. Yeah, it's like see-through, and there's just a skeleton inside. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, because we're gonna see a whole lot of vacuum-formed plastic bubbles in this movie. <sighs> That's one thing that apparently has survived the apocalypse is vacuum-formed domes. Hey, I found this vacuum-formed machine. Yeah, we can make all our armor now. <laughs> and and. A, an insane amount of silver spray paint. Yeah. And tin foil. Yeah, lots of lots of foil. <laughs> All right. So it passes over a couple of these astronaut corpses. Uh, the other ones we can assume are men because they don't have the chest bubbles. <laughs> and The breast modulars. <laughs> it moves over and we get this mustachioed guy who's sitting on a radio, and apparently he gets a signal, and the rest of his group, you know, gathers around, and then next thing you know, their little caravan is surrounded by basically golf carts. Yeah. (laughs) Like renovated golf carts, some Some... spikes, (laughs) some dudes hanging on the back with weird shoulder pads. Yeah, they're... These guys' outfits, very shoulder pad heavy. These are some of the biggest shoulder pads you've seen. Like as tall as their head. And these aren't like football shoulder pads either. They're built into their outfits. Mm -hmm. And we can only assume that these are the Templars at this point. Yes. There's a couple on motorcycle too. Yeah. You got to have that. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing though with these vehicles too is that they definitely sound electric. Good for the environment. Yeah. They're... After the nuclear fallout, you just can't mess up the environment anymore. Yeah, you've already you've just eliminated that need to fight over fuel. They just fight over batteries. So it's unclear of when the actual Holocaust happened because this appears to be some vision of the future. It probably the apocalypse nuclear holocaust probably happened in twenty seventeen. Well, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. There's some stuff later that. Only will confuse this even more. <laughs> I have in my notes, um, weird outfits, man buns, and mohawks. Yeah. Because there's a guy who definitely kind of has a man bun thing going on. It's like long hair with a man bun in the back. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. So it's definitely a... It, it could happen in 2019. <laughs> we haven't ruled that out. <laughs> And, and the mohawk isn't like a straight shaved the skid mohawk. No. It's more like it goes down in like a 
braided ponytail. Mm-hmm. And then he has like purple hair on the side, you know. Purple highlights. Yeah. He's the, it's weird because you can tell which characters are the main characters because they, they're only one set of individuality. Yeah. It's like, that guy has different hair. He's a character. This guy's a mohawk. He's definitely a character. These oh. guys with helmets on, riding around. Fodder. Fodder, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that guy with the, with the mohawk also had some really precise spiky beard action yes. going on. Yes. Like I was impressed. His, yeah. That was impressive. These guys pretty well groomed yeah and their outfits really clean for being white in the apocalypse that gets us to our sponsor for this evening we don't have sponsors <laughs> i was gonna say something about razor because a lot of podcasts i see get get, get sponsored by razors but not us but if we were this episode would probably be sponsored by them because there's a lot of hair talk everybody likes that german steel oh Lasts for 12 hours. <laughs> and then you have to change out the razors and order new ones. <laughs> All right. We still operate in the apocalypse, too. So when nuclear holocaust happens, don't worry about your beard getting overgrown. Just worry about those mutant rats eating your ears off in your sleep. Which we see none of. Yeah. <laughs> there's no mutant rats in this There's movie. no animals. Yeah, I don't think there's a single It's just animal. humans. <laughs> yep. So apparently the cockroaches did survive. <laughs> the Templars have encircled this caravan. And they, you know, the, the fight comes out as they're circling the camp. And wouldn't you know it, this is going to confuse everything more. They apparently have some type of laser weapon. Yeah. And it, 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 it's a normal, it's a normal looking machine gun. It has muzzle flashes but it makes a laser noise. But the other guys throughout the movie have like laser guns. Yeah, they, like, like, they look like they're from the future. Yeah, but this specific one looks like a normal machine gun. Oh, yeah. Just, it has laser noise. You got like an M16 and making laser noises. The entire time they're like, circling, I'm like, just shoot the guys out of the cars. They're so unprotected because it's, it's like a roll cage. Just shoot through that. Just shoot guys <laughs> yeah. out of it. There's guys, they're on motorcycles. Just give... Good people with moderate aiming abilities all around circle and just beep, 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 just shoot all the drivers. This is not a Mad Max post-apocalypse where the, you have armored vehicles. Nope. There's no, there's no armor. Here's they, your golf cart with some slight armor on it. <laughs> Modified golf carts. And, well, some of them are cars, but they move about as fast as golf carts. All <laughs> throughout the movie. Mm. All right, so you got like a car, or I guess a car, <laughs> a car driving through a bunch of silver silver barrels mm-hmm. that are loaded on the back of some silver truck because every vehicle has to be silver. Doesn't it jump off of something and then into it the jumps barrel? off of nothing? Like it just <laughs> it just it just through. drives through barrels. There's <laughs> instant lifts. Mm-hmm. And you got motorcycle guys coming off invisible ramp into the circled caravan, and they just start. Laying waste to everybody in here. Um, There's a couple of bad guys getting, a couple of Templars getting shot at. Oh yeah, and you're really kind of rooting for these survivor people. Especially Beard Guy. Oh yeah, I thought for sure he was going to move on and be something, but nope. Nope. He dies twice, actually. There's a few guys, I think, who die twice in that scene. <laughs> it's like they filmed two, two death scenes and they're like, hmm, 
We have to pad out this movie. Ah, just throw in the death clips. Mm-hmm. All of them. So, yeah, and, and the mustache guy from earlier, he he looks like he could totally outrun this car chasing him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's If he just applied a little more effort, he could totally outrun this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Run to the left. Just the car would take so much time to turn. Yeah. You'd it's... be fine. <laughs> Just don't yeah. run in a straight line. And, and Man Bun is the one uh, chasing him down. And he's got a flap that opens up. Mm-hmm. And there's a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. And he torches Mustache Guy. Mm-hmm. Rip. Ripperoni, pepperoni, yep. Mustache Guy. Later Mustache Guy. <laughs> and then um, the Mohawk Guy, he's got this slow-moving but yet cool spinner blade that extends out from the side of his vehicle. Mm-hmm. Which you know, it's like, yeah. But it's the, the bar connecting is so thin that you can just break it with your foot. Oh, yeah. If you had oh, a, wait. <laughs> that does happen. If you if you had a pipe, you could just Pink. whack it. <laughs> well, they would just crumble. <laughs> he gets a guy who's almost decapitated. Almost. You see it from behind. There's a definite flap because I think they just couldn't have the body sitting there. Otherwise, the head probably just would have fallen off. Mm-hmm. But he gets hit and it just flaps over and then the body falls. That was kind of cool. But there's no bone. There's no gore. There's no blood. It's just red. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very bloodless movie. There's not a, really any blood in it. No squirting blood or anything. I guess. But, I mean, it. I'm sure if there's blood, it would, it would make this gore. The gore, it's weird. I guess we'll get that into that later on once... There's more gory things happening, but it's odd to see it without blood because there should be. There should be a fountain of blood shooting out of that body. Yeah, like, I want to see it. Like, they can do that at Guar concerts. <laughs> at least do it in this cheap movie. Yeah. Just have a tube with blood. When the head gets cut off, it just sprays blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why that choice was. I can't imagine it's budgetary. We'll never know. We'll never know. Maybe maybe if we turn Italian, we'll, we'll find out the truth. Hey, yeah. Bippity boppity boopity. <laughs> so then, after the caravan has been decimated, um, there's a guy, and he, he's got a book. I believe it's the Bible. I wasn't quite paying attention. I was taking notes at the time of all the cool action that happened. But the one, the leader of the Templars... He's like, bah, I blame books. And he like tears the book in half (laughs) (laughs) with ease. And it's a hardcover book. And he just... Perfect rip. And of course it's the uh, Mohawk guy. Was it the Mohawk guy? It was the Mohawk guy. Oh, okay. Well, one anyway, he at least blames books for the apocalypse and says that the world raped itself. So we'll pull the Steve Bannon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> political commentary everybody oh. get it because whatever scaramucci guy and he's yeah, gonna, yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> well i'll tell you something steve bannon does not exist in this apocalyptic future because everybody looks pretty good <laughs> not really any bad complexions going on about unless you get burned in the face or something and that's the thing with like the laser guns in this movie is that when you get shot with them, it's not like your head explodes, except for that one guy. But, like, it just leaves a burn mark on your oh, yeah. face, and then you die. <laughs> it's like it's like almost they were trying to make it look like a hole was in your face. It just but looks... it, just, it just looks like, oh, no, my face got burned. I'm going to need, like, skin. Yeah. I got a second-degree burn. Ow. <laughs> this, this is terrible. So, meanwhile, at the same um, caravan... Only at night. We've got a whole bunch of uh, toilet paper and plastic bag wrapped up 
very bad either Ray or Dengar cosplayers. It, it's like they, they went halfway. They're like, I'm gonna be a Dengar. And then like, <laughs> wait a second, I can be Ray too. And then they just put on goggles. <laughs> oh, but we don't have any cool armor. Because <laughs> it's just more plastic bags. <laughs> And they're, like, hopping around, scavenging for things. Yeah, and I thought these guys would amount to a little bit more, but they really they, don't. That's the only scene with them. It would have been cool to see them do things. Because here comes a cool-looking car with tubes and a skull on the front. Mm-hmm. And Definitely not an electric car. And a big light-up dome on the top. <laughs> big plastic light-up dome. It's like going, hey, enemies, we're over here. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. Just look off in the distance. Oh, you see that light over there? Oh, that's that's the bad guy we're trying to chase. Yep. Out from this car steps what I can only describe as somebody who looks like either somebody's dad or a game show host. (laughs) (laughs) You know, before the apocalypse, they used to host The Price is Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think he was the host of Card Sharks. (laughs) Boy, if this was twenty, this is twenty nineteen. He was probably the host of that dumb emoji game, the new emoji game on Game Central, where you have to guess guess the name of actors, movies, and other things just with emojis. Sounds terrible. Or the Candy Crush game. No, no, he's definitely the host of the Candy Crush game, where where you're like air, you're you're hoisted on some, I don't know. Barbs. They stick Bar- some barbs in your back and they, they pick they, you up and they drop you down like a crane. Yeah, and you have to like do Candy Crush things. It looks so dumb, but that's probably what caused the apocalypse. <laughs> so our game show host, he steps out and he ends up finding a survivor. During their conversation, you know, this guy's just like, ah, you know, they got us all. And he's like, who did this to you? And, he's, and the guy's like, ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> So then he ends up just, the the um, bad cos, Dengar cosplayer guys show up in their toilet paper and plastic bag glory. Mm-hmm. And then game show host guy just blows him away, talks to the survivor guy a little bit more, and then he just dies. No, he, he shoots the guy. Oh yeah, that's right. He wants a mercy killing. Yeah. He's just like, hey, uh, you, you better kill me. Okay. Pew. Yep. <laughs> I have these burns and it hurts really bad. So then apparently it's daytime and there's some aluminum foil and silver spray paint camper truck thing that's just hanging out in the road. And the game show host guy comes up in his cool guy car and he's attacked by someone with a slingshot. He's got his laser gun out and he's shooting at whoever's doing this. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty intense. But then you see somebody's like body roll down from the hill. Mm-hmm. And it's just some kid. He's like, thanks for the broken arms. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. He's like almost murdered this crazy kid. But then it turns out they're just pals. Yeah, like what if those, what if one of those slingshot balls hit him directly in the eye? Killed him instantly. Oh, what man. would the kid do? Like, oh no. <laughs> Apparently this is something the two of them do all the time. Well, no, but according to the voice actor of the kid, it would be, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I have seemed to injure this person. Well, as most Italian films go, they always dub over the voice. Regardless, even if the, even if the actor is speaking English, they'll just dub it over and mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even use the same actor. Yeah. So clearly it does not even sound like a kid. It no. sounds like somebody pretending to be a kid, which, is kind of, which might explain a lot because apparently the kid's a mechanic mm-hmm. and the guy needs some work done on his car. And when the kid opens up the thing, 
Because he's like, oh, you know, like, I think I've hit, I think I got some trouble. And the kid opens up the hood and pulls out a piece of skin with an ear on it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this kind of trouble? Who is this? And he's just like, some guy. Yeah. But. (laughs) That kid's going to grow up to be an axe murderer. (laughs) Like, if civilization reforms, he's going to be so scarred. But the kid fixes the car and his stunt double is doing donuts. (laughs) (laughs) In the car. Or, no, 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 no. Because that's clearly not that kid. It's radiation. He has the ability to morph into an adult. While he's... But his voice, his voice stays the same. But it's just, he can morph into a kid so that he can work on the machinery easier because he's smaller. Entire explanation. Yeah, so whenever he gets in a car to drive it, boop. He just morphs into a full-grown man. Morphs into a full-grown man. And then rides around. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Because <laughs> I was like, are they even going to show this? Are they going to show a kid behind the wheel? Even just in like a cheap, he's not actually driving scene? Nope. <laughs> <gasps> All right. Cuts to, there's another, there's another just silver van. Mm-hmm. Cruising down this pretty nice looking uh, chunk of road with some mowed grass on the sides. Does not very look very apocalyptic to me. It's just like some country road. Mm-hmm. And the Templars come up on it and they ram it with one of their golf carts mm-hmm. that has like a spear at the end. Mm-hmm. And it rips off the back door mm-hmm. of this van. Yeah. And it's gone the next scene. <laughs> and then the, the, the door just disappears. So then they stick the flamethrower in there, torch the inside of this van. Two people get out. It's um, one one woman and one man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the man gets speared. That's pretty fun. It, it, the way it's cut, it looks like he gets hit right in the nads. <laughs> like, that's the way it's cut. And when we saw that, we're like, yeah! And then, and then it just cuts back and it was in his chest. Because he, like, tries climbing up, like, a hill. But, like, with the angle of the spear and when he was climbing up and when it hit, it was... Perfectly for his gonads. Yeah, it looks like it gets him on the junk. (laughs) (laughs) So they catch this woman, and they they catch her in the net, and then they just start dragging her around. Yeah. Just that's a that's a thing they apparently like to do, getting in a golf cart and dragging people around behind them. And the game show host guy, he shows up and just blasts the rope. Yeah, with his car. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's not even like his gun. He's, just, he's got guns on the car, but, but they never don't, comes into play later. They don't move, though. So he would have to perfectly position his car so that the laser or bullets would perfectly hit that rope. Well, you know what, though? You take one look at this guy and you're like, of course, this guy is the most B.A. dude ever. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's just someone's dad. <laughs> Jimmy, it's past your bedtime. I got really good at shooting things in my car when I wasn't hanging out at the PTA meeting. Go back to bed. It's 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that guy, I mean, okay. He he doesn't look hard enough. No. He doesn't look grizzled. It's not good. Yeah. But he's our hero, I guess. Sadly. Or, anti-hero in some ways i suppose you know because he's i mean clearly this movie's movie's riffing off of mad max mm-hmm. you know because the guy's got the cool car the cool black car with all the gadgets and whatnot even though mad max he just had like a turbo boost just had some cool nitrous make some make some stunt doubles legs shatter 
<laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's still a cool scene that I left in of a stuntman's legs being pulverized. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mohawk guy is the one driving in the one golf cart. And it's funny because he tells the woman, he's like, stay right there. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she just complies. She's just like, okay. Yeah, so she's in between these two, the game show host guy's car and the Mohawk guy's. Just run away. Yeah, and they're clearly going to get into a game of chicken. Yeah. And she's just standing in between them. <laughs> the guy told me to. Best case scenario. <laughs> they're running towards each other in their cars. I really wish this girl got pancaked. But Man Bun decides that he's going to intervene. And then this is where we find out the game show host guy. His, he's got a cool guy name of Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Man Bun's name is Shadow. <laughs> and they have some type of past. Who names these to. people? I'm going to be referred to as Shadow. Well, you got to have a cool code name. Mine would be like Chocolate Muffin. <laughs> Chocolate muffin. I don't think you would instill a lot of fear in the apocalypse by going by chocolate muffin. <laughs> but I mean, perfect disguise, right? <laughs> no one's expecting a chocolate muffin to come in and murder their entire camp. <laughs> yeah, after a shadow, well, I don't know, I'll probably just still call him man bun. He just lets the woman leave mm-hmm. with Scorpion. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we don't like each other. <laughs> We've got some type of history. Bye! They're like awkwardly talking. Like, Scorpion's not even looking at him and he's inside of his car. And like, Manbun's doing kind of like the leaning down like, uh, hey. Yeah, just like, at his window. Tapping his roof like, I'm gonna let you go. He could have just blasted him in the face. Yeah, just poof. Right then and there. Entire movie would have just crumbled. There's a whole lot of that going on in this movie. And part of it kind of deals with how society apparently works. Which is way different than most post-apocalyptic movies. Oh no, there's a guy I don't like. Shoot him. That's usually how the post-apocalypse yeah. works. Not, I'm going to let you go so that you can become a larger problem later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is going to happen. You know it is. So then we find out that um, one, the leader of the Templars, had forgave Scorpion for... Whatever apparently happened. I guess they had some type of duel and that Scorpion was a Templar at one point in time. It's alluded to. And I don't know what kind of duel they had that they're both still alive and apparently doing pretty good. It was a LARPing duel. (laughs) It might have been. I cast magic missile on you! He got all the stains out of his white outfit. (laughs) I could not. I'm ashamed. (laughs) But things must have worked out pretty good for him. Because of if if he had lost some type of duel, he's still in charge of the Templars. Yeah. So it must not have been too humiliating, I guess. What would have been interesting is if something would have happened pre-apocalypse between those two. Like, this predates the apocalypse, and it was some big issue that happened. On the playground? Yeah. And <laughs> like then post-apocalypse ha- or apocalypse happens, and they still have this rivalry, even though if they just worked together, they could... Do so much more. I don't know. Because that would be character <laughs> development. Yeah. All, all this storyline and past and history is, it's all kind of shady. 
I mean, you never really get a good sense of it, but hey, just jump in, have some fun. Yeah. Don't worry about it too much. You'll be fine. Man Bun, he's using this whole thing with the dual to antagonize one and the confronting scorpion. But then the Mohawk guy and two others, they conspire to overthrow one. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we're going to get a couple guys together. And they're like, yeah, sounds like a good idea. So then we cut to Scorpion driving with the woman who I don't even know if they give her a name in this movie. Mm, they... She has a name in the credits, but I don't even think they say it. I mean, you never even asked her. They might say it, but I don't know. But she takes off her goggles that she has on, but it creates a weird ring where everything around where goggles were is super dirty and then it's just this spot around her eyes which are perfectly clean and it looks really weird but her makeup is on point yeah her eye makeup beautiful where do you get it i don't know do they use like ancient things that they used to use like everyone uses goat blood for our contouring like i don't (laughs) i don't get it hey i don't know i don't know i mean more questions that'll never be answered in this movie. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And um, so game show host guy, Scorpion, he starts to come off as seeming a little rapey. Mm-hmm. But then um, he just really wanted to forcefully check out her shoulder wound from when she hopped out of the flaming silver van. Just ask her, hey, can I check out that wound? I know how to heal. Yeah. I don't know how to help you. Why be a creep about it? Because he seems like a pretty decent guy otherwise throughout the movie. But up until this point, you you don't really know. Yeah. And I don't know. Is it here where there's some comment about there's not too many women left? Yeah. It's mostly just dudes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey. But um, after a guy gets kind of, you know, just aggressive about checking out your shoulder wound... That's when you decide it's a good time to hop in a clear inflatable plastic tube tent and get it on. Like, but it's weird because it looks like it looks like those little inflatables that you jump on mm-hmm. at the pool like, and lay down on, but just stacked into a triangle. I thought it was more like a cylinder shape. I don't, and, I don't really know. It's yeah, but they got the cool green light of the car illuminating them. But because it's a clear tent. Yeah, so you get to see them having fun with each other it's not very gratuitous no there's definitely some silhouette and some small highlights going on so just just be warned in case you know that kind of thing offends you in case the kitties don't want to you don't want your kitties to be exposed to that but here corrupted youth well corrupted all the it's fine though yeah it wasn't it wasn't gratuitous or anything it was just pretty cheese but then it's inner inner cutting between that and them just having, like, a fireside chat. Yeah. Sitting, like, six feet away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It's then, one or the other. But then we see that there's a mysterious man watching them. Mm-hmm. With sick armor on. And a cool handlebar mustache. True that. So now it's daytime. And our hero Scorpion is driving. And Templars show up. And shoot a magnet bomb. Onto his door. Oh my god, this scene, we had to pause. I'm surprised I didn't rewatch it five times. It's, I might have to after we get done talking about this because this... it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. <laughs> this magnet bomb gets shot onto the door, and with a simple push of a button, 
Because he has what looks like the control joystick from a Viper from mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that, and he pushes a button, and the door just Jeez. flies off and lands next to the, some of the Templar guys. And they're like, uh-oh. And then they explode. <laughs> it just explodes. But it's the way that the door flies off with the cheap sound effect. I mean, it's clearly just... Looks like it's almost on strings and somebody just pulls it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way it like, it just flies off weird. It's super great. But here's the problem with this. It's like, what if they shot it on some place where he couldn't just eject? Like, what if they shot it onto the roof of his car? Oh no, he probably has a button for the roof of his car. What about like right beside the wheel? Like that little area right there? You can't shoot that part off. That's vital. But you know what? He also was a Templar, so he probably knows all their tricks. And that was probably something that they did. Like, shoot magnet bombs on the doors, because then you're going to kill the driver. Shoot it into the window. <laughs> I guess. If you have that good of aim that you can shoot it onto the door, just aim up a little bit. Shoot it on the window. Good point. That window was always open. <laughs> yeah, it would have just, like, hit him in the face. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then everyone would have died. <laughs> But you know what? No, because Scorpion's a cool guy. He's the coolest dad around. He's not going to tolerate any of that stuff. His son's off summer smoking pot. Like, <laughs> but he doesn't know about it. But, you know, maybe he's okay with it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, this guy looks like he should be wearing a sweater. Yeah. Like a Cosby sweater. bibbidi babbidi boobity roofied <laughs> Oh, my God. That's going <laughs> to... We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so then there's a very slow chase scene where then um, Scorpion just decides to get out. <laughs> like For no reason. Well, we just, we just you know, in this like low speed chase, I might as well just hop out. And um, these bad guys, the Templars, can shoot like the front cannon of one of their golf carts at him. Yeah. And it like one blows up by his feet, which you think. His legs. Would you even just stun instantly him? Instantly blown off. But yeah. they showed earlier, and it blows up cars. Like, yeah. It's not something that... It blows up right in front of his feet. This is like some type of A-team explosion that was sending people flying into the air earlier. But he's okay, because he does a cool guy roll, and he just blows this dude a new chest hole. And by new, he didn't have one before. It's like it's like they, it's like they've stuffed like a little foam dude with red foam, and then they set explosives in his chest, and it just... And it's the one of the best scenes of the movie. It does look pretty awesome. It, it looks awesome. The way that suit blows apart and everything, it's really there's cool. There's chunks of stuff lying everywhere. Like, yeah. this is, again, if there's blood... If there was gore... Just put packs of blood in that chest, and when it explodes, blood everywhere. Yeah, which I don't get. Like, I don't know who they were trying to fool because this movie is rated R. Yeah. So you might as well just go to town. But it's funny because the driver of the, the car keeps on driving. And that guy's just flopping yeah. around. <laughs> His, his friend's chest just exploded. Was, but it seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like they were stopped. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seemed like anytime any action would happen, people would just have to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he's just driving at you, and they're like, well, we gotta stop. <laughs> For any action to happen. And it keeps on coming back to this, the guy from earlier who was watching them on top of this mm-hmm. roof. And he has sick gold armor on, he's a, he's a bow, and he has arrows, like, I mean, I guess that comes along with the bow, mm-hmm. but... And on his, like, shiny gold arm gauntlet, mm-hmm. he's got all sorts of 
colored arrow tips. Yeah. But you and don't really know that's what he's using until later. Yeah, but it's weird too because he uses like a blue one and a red one, but they do the exact same thing. They all do the same thing. <laughs> they just explode. It's like, I'm going to go with the blue one right now. Like it's what color he feels like using. I don't know. But Scorpion's running away from the car with the blade mm-hmm. on it. And, oh, and, the spinner blade. Yeah, the spinner blade. And so then Guy on roof shoots an arrow near him that explodes and creates a crater so that he could hide in the crater. I thought that was pretty genius, actually. Yeah, that was that was a pretty cool was, idea. It was a smart, it was a smart idea. Because so of car, all the smoke and everything, he's going to avoid that where that arrow hit. He's not going to want to drive there. Yeah, and then the guy just disappeared and he keeps on driving, doesn't yeah. know where he went. And that's, that's Scorpion who jumps in the crater. Yeah. And then Scorpion jumps out of the crater and jumps on the car. And here's where he breaks off the saw with his foot. <laughs> he just hits it a couple times and the whole thing falls off. Yeah. And at first this drive fight seems really weak. Because it's like Mohawk they're just guy. somewhat struggling. It's Yeah, because... It's a kind of a bad, like, not very... Because Scorpion's crawling on it, and Mohawk guy's driving, kind of looking for him. And then he realizes that he's on there, he does, like, a double take, and he just keeps on driving. Like, yeah, stop the car and shoot him, you have a gun. <laughs> and he just kind of, like, he just kind of, like, pushes him. Yeah. Scorpion kind of tries to climb in, he's still trying to drive, and it's yeah. awkward. And then it's... Then they're laying down on the seats with Scorpion on top of the Mohawk guy. Mm-hmm. And the car is just still driving. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's just it would have been really anticlimactic if it would have just stopped and they're just sitting there in a stopped car. I'm surprised it didn't stop because apparently all action. Yeah. Until this point, needs to, you just need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, he's got the Mohawk guy's head and he's like, like trying to push it into the ground. Yeah. And that actually looked somewhat dangerous. Very. Because there's a couple different, you know, there's an overhead shot, which... I guess, you know, whatever. Like, he didn't have to be that close to the ground. But then there's a shot from the side, and his head's pretty getting pretty close his, to the his ground. His gross ponytail is hitting the ground. <laughs> and I think that's what gets caught eventually. Like, and he gets sucked underneath the tires. <laughs> and he just gets run over. And then, and, then, and then Scorpion hurts his hand somehow when this happens. Yeah, I don't get why that was such a big deal. Because he's just like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like he's just got a scrape on Yeah, it's just some blood. It's just a scrape. He's like, ha. ha. <sighs> it's not like his... <sighs> and it, but it's like, <laughs> he gets run over. It's so funny because they just, they just throw stuffed guy underneath the car and he gets kind of caught on some well, stuff. Well, clearly you can tell like they just ran the whole thing over and just cut it. Yeah. So that... Once he was past the first tire. They just started rolling. Yeah. yeah and it just, it just like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's so weird. And then they show the body, like, in the background. You can see the body in the background. And it's totally stuffed. You can't even see, like, a mohawk or anything. It's just a limp body twisted up on the ground. <laughs> yep. And then, um, yeah, there's also, like, a motorcycle guy. Motorcycle guy driving around. That guy, he gets an explosive arrow to the neck. So you can see it, like, go in, and it's like... It's and a... Then, yeah, he may, oh, no, maybe he was on the back of another vehicle. I could be wrong on that. 
But when it exploded, I was too I was I was too giddy with all the all the excitement going on. When it explodes, his neck explodes and it sends his head flying into the air. <laughs> but here's again where blood would be cool because then you can see the trail of blood as his head flies off in the distance like a rocket. Yeah, this movie would definitely be a lot cooler with blood. Yeah. I think we're just going to keep saying that. So <laughs> if you get sick of us saying it, too bad. Because if you watch it, you're going to say the same thing. Or if you've already seen it. In which case... You're probably like, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. At the Templar home base, um, they're having a funeral, apparently, for the Mohawk guy. Mm-hmm. Who's, they have his body just wearing some codpiece. Yeah, and he's laying there. And he's there. just laying on top of something, like a, some like type a of... a hammock? He's on a hammock, basically. <laughs> they got him on a hammock above what I can only think of as, like, what is that? It kind of looks it? like a sponge under <laughs> the sea. I thought, like, it was, like, some type of uh, coral. Yeah. And they were just going to lower him down on it. and Because it looked like it had blood on it or something. Yeah, but there was but... also weird tubes coming off of it on the bottom like some clear plastic it's it's like they didn't know to do so it was i don't know just throw some tubes on let's just make it look cool make it look weird and futuristic and his body instead of being a mangled mess with car tire over his chest he has a bone sticking out of his shoulder yeah and like some other wound and that's kind of as gory as this movie gets really Mm -hmm. and it's not even that bad yeah it looks like he's okay <laughs> monkey butts on that. No, we're yeah. keeping it. No, monkey We're bu- keeping it. I'm cutting it. It's in there. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> but then they have um one of the one of the guys who was sent. Yeah, cuz Scorpion gave the surviving guy a message. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, you know, tell him I'm coming after him or whatever." So they string this poor dude up with some clear plastic tubing. Mhm. And they got him just kind of strung up on like a some clear plastic so, so much jungle clear. gym. I don't know what it, how else to describe it, but he's just kind of strung up. Yeah. So they're gonna kill the messenger. Yeah. On this and he's because like, no, don't do it, mercy. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And um, then they they put it like they put like a tarp over dead guy, dead mm-hmm. dead Mohawk guy. So, obviously, they can get him out of there before they light him on fire. Yeah, and we also find out that what the Templars are all about is just they want all of humanity to die. Mm-hmm. They just want to kill everyone. Yeah. Except for other Templars, apparently. Yeah, which I never got. Like, if you want everyone to die, just... Yeah, so they're pretty nihilistic. Jump off a cliff. <laughs> yep, and, um, you know, one starts going off and, you know, he says some garbage about how the Mohawk guy was the chosen one. Yeah. For why? The I, chosen one of what? Yeah, they never they never get back into this. It's like they're like, <sighs> how many cliches can we throw at this to make it seem like there's an actual plot to this movie? Yeah, I think we need a prequel. <laughs> Please no. Just to explain what the hell's going on. Um, Man Bun decides that he's going to shoot the guy who survived and, and sent the message. And um, so then Man Bun and the one, you know, disagree on how they want to get revenge. It's dumb. Because Man Bun's like, all us Templars should just go kill Scorpion. And one is 
just like, uh, no, I want to kill him. <laughs> we all, they want the same thing. Yeah. Big deal. All of you go after him and have one kill him. Seriously, it's it's like saying, hmm, we need to kill this this war criminal. So instead of sending an army after him, just send one dude. Like it, it makes And it's not even sense. like it's not even like they do that later on anyway. No, it never comes up again. Or <laughs> there's slight conflict and it might be because of this problem. Mm-hmm. But no. Oh yeah. We're almost taking too longer than this movie. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyways, so we run into another caravan of survivors, which looks pretty much like the same caravan of survivors from before on silver vehicles and whatever. And guess what they're doing when we meet them? They're picking up some type of radio signal, just like the first group. And like, it could only be ten miles away. Yeah, and it's in Morse code. And... Too bad none of us know Morse code. None of that has to do with anything. Yeah. But other than the whole... Do we ever figure out what the radio signal is? No. No. Never. 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 We never figure out what the radio signal is. Never. My guess is the Templars just messing with people. Because it seems like whenever somebody gets a radio signal, the Templars (laughs) decide to show up. They're sitting there around the corner. like... Lol, we're getting really getting them now, dude. (laughs) Yeah, lol. (laughs) I wonder what that is in Morse code. (laughs) Figure out what LOL is. You can send uh, motocons through, like you do the the colon and the bracket. Yeah. You can you can do that through Morse code. So you can send little smiley faces. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Wait, I think I know what the Morse code is. If you're hearing this, it's too late and then i'll get axe off that would have been cooler <laughs> so yeah we've got uh our our three i used to term heroes lightly um so scorpion um mystery woman and the awesome nadir yeah he's awesome played by fred fred williamson he by the way. has a cool he, bow he's just a best yeah when he shows up in a movie like you really haven't seen him in any movies when he shows up you're gonna be like all the time you're like yeah he has a cool bow. You just know he's, he's going to be cool and he's, he's cool just going to kick everybody's butt. He's cool. I yeah. want to see a movie about him, to be honest. I'd uh-huh. watch it. Yeah, we're all, let's just wait. We're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so they show up and there's a tense moment that ends ends up just ending peacefully. Yeah. Because the survivors believe in something called God. <laughs> yeah, like what's his reindeer or whatever his name is. Yeah. Nadir. Okay. <laughs> So, let's bring this up. This has to be addressed as far as our timeline goes. How long has it been? When did this happen? Because apparently everybody, for the most part, has forgotten about religion. Except for this weird sect of survivors. Yeah, because if everyone was alive pre-apocalypse, they would have definitely heard of religion. Even if it... Okay, because everything's futuristic. But then, if it's been a long time, how long has it been? It couldn't have been that long. This movie is made in nineteen eighty-three. So let's say it happens in eighty-three. Then how come everything's futuristic? Right. How come there's a spaceman dead in the beginning with boobs? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> never get over that. We should have never assumed the gender of that astronaut. <gasps> Trigger. Wait, do we assume their nationality? What if they were cosmonaut? Oh, very good point. All right. 
well, let's carry on with yeah. this. And um, <laughs> the leader of this new caravan of religious people is played by not Tommy Lee Jones. No. Who looks just like, dude looks like Tommy Lee Jones. He looks like Tommy Lee Jones if Tommy Lee Jones drew a picture of himself. <laughs> that's what that's what he looks like. <laughs> and, well, you know, they the, the reason why they meet up with this caravan is because they want to get the woman's shoulder checked out because apparently she needs... Medical attention yeah. because of a bruise. Mm-hmm. Well, she could have an infection or who knows. Some type of STD she got from... <laughs> scorpion <laughs> but she decides that she wants to stay with the caravan and scorpion's like ah forget about it it's better to have no memories because you know he's that cool guy loner type just out on the road for himself you know what actually if he had a cool voice kind of talked like this he might have been a little bit cooler then he would just sound like a smoker dad <laughs> But, you know, at least he would have sounded a little more tough. Instead, he's just like, Hi, I am Dad. Hi, it's me. It's me, Scorpion. Hi. I am the Scorpion. Yeah. So the Templars assemble, and they want Scorpion, of course. And, of course, they're all there. And, of course, Nadir, um, you know, he ends up at the camp meeting a foxy lady to be his counterpart. You know, I can't figure out if this woman, is she a robot? A weirdo? No, she's just a really bad voice actress. I don't know what her deal is. The stuff she is saying, like, she's saying weird sci-fi stuff, but also kind of talking religiously. Yeah. None of it is making any sense. But you can tell Nadir is just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. All right. All right. I don't care what you got to say because we're shacking up. (laughs) (laughs) but then she she mentions that um not tommy lee jones is named moses because he's leaving leading people through some type of Um, wasteland not the most religious persons i have no idea we're not gonna get into it on this yeah ain't got time for that we got a movie to talk about because these templars find the camp oh no Oh no! And they just find it. They're not attacking yet. Scorpion ends up finding Nadir post sexy time, mm-hmm. and you know they didn't they didn't show any of that. So why is this movie rated R? I don't know. And um, so he just stops in and he's like, "Hey, bye, Nadir. I'm leaving now." And Nadir's like, "Okay." End scene. <laughs> That's the way it should be. But then Scorpion's just hanging out, and he's like, and he's like, bye. <laughs> it didn't happen like three times. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny, though. It is kind of funny, because he's getting more and more irritated. Yeah. Like, why are you just standing there staring at us? It's a weird joke. It's the only funny. It's awkward goodbye. Then, the Templars decide to go after Scorpion. And as he's driving along and then he pushes a button on his cool cool guy <laughs> joystick and he's got trunk missiles yeah they're, trunk they're missiles. like 
They're like the cheap ones you get at Walmart that you have to build yourself, and then you <laughs> launch them, and they all go like 20 feet, and your little kid goes, wow! Yeah, they just kind of plop out. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and here's the thing, too. Maybe it's part of their design, but they don't hit the target. No. They just will land next to something, and apparently it has the power to push other vehicles down hills. But it's not even like the vehicles are like rolling over, exploding. They just kind of roll down the they hill. They just kind of and the guys drive like, down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have good suspension. <laughs> and then he's off the road. That's it. He's done. <laughs> well, they do show up later, but that's enough to take him out of this action scene. And there's so many hill falls, like everybody's just going off a hill. Yeah, not even a cliff. Not tumbling, they're just kind of slowly going down a hill. Like, oh no, a hill. It seems like uh, something that you do in Mario Kart just to hold your opponents back just a little <laughs> bit more, buy you more time. It's not like a permanent end to them. Mm-hmm. And they go from some type of badlands to a con- back to the country road. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, is that they never show a destroyed city. No. Or... Not even a ruin, not even an empty building, I don't think. Not even empty cars on the side of the road. Nothing. No trash anywhere. It's just country land. Somebody trimmed all those fields. It looks really nice. That's just the nuclear radiation. Who knows? Uh, maybe that's his job. Maybe that's Scorpion's job. <laughs> Because he has got those tubes on his car. Maybe he's just like driving around all the time, just mowing everything. Because he's a dad. Yeah. He's a dad. He's going to want. You can't have a. Get out Jimmy, where, where's Jimmy? Why does this long look like crap? Get out there, drive the car around, and go mow this wasteland. Gosh, Scorpion. <laughs> so inconsiderate. I told you to call me dad. Okay, dad, dad. <laughs> I'm not going to call you Dad Scorpion. Gosh. Ugh. Don't you even see these fields anyway? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I happen to know <laughs> that the Templars down the street, because apparently everybody just lives right near each other in this movie. I know the Templars down the street. Have you seen their lawn? Immaculate. I'm not going to have my lawn looking like crap if their lawn's going to be nice and trim. And you know what? If it gets too long, the city's going to call us. You know what they'll say? The city will say that we have to clean this. <laughs> we have to trim your chimel's grass. <laughs> and I'm not dealing with it. End scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Scorpion's car, he ends up, uh, they actually hit it. With a, they blast it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the golf cart cannons. But it's it's a cannon that blows up cars. But his cars, his car is super. He, it's a cool guy car, so it can. It, it just takes it out. A blast. It just takes it out. He just can't drive anymore, you know, because more action needs to happen. And um, he gets out, and another one shoots his car, and they capture him and take him to their camp. And this is where things get awkward. This is where the most. What's okay? So this is a tough one to tackle. Yeah, it's initiation time. I don't know what he's getting initiated into because he once was a Templar. Yeah. And um, they've got him tied up to the plastic jungle gym. Mm-hmm. Set up 
which is slightly different this time around. Yep. And leader guy. And they, yep. And leader guy walks well, up. Well, like, man bun has the thing. Yeah. Like the the workout pulley. Yeah. And he decides to do like, you know, do a curl with it. And as he's doing the curl, it starts bending Scorpion over. And then, and then one comes guy, up behind him. And I'm like, just stab Scorpion right in the back. That I'm would be. Like, I actually would. I'd be. I would like it if Scorpion would die. And then it's all about the other characters avenging Scorpion. I was like, are they going to put a... Where's the fire thing? And he goes down to Slash. And I'm like, oh my god, they're actually going to stab him. Yeah. And I thought that he missed it because he cuts the back of his pants revealing his buttocks. He cuts the back of his pants off. And it's just buns. <laughs> so it's like, it's almost like the like, jeans were too tight. And they just got like, bloop. <laughs> just flopped over. But then we realized like... like Oh, no. We were like, what? Like, we kind of laughed a little oh, bit. Oh, we I kind of, yeah. yeah. It's then then it sunk in. And then it sunk in. What is going to happen here? And for the faint of heart. Do not listen. <laughs> you might want to skip ahead a little skip bit. Skip to this time code appearing on your screen right now. Wait a second, this is the podcast. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what happens here? And at least it's not gratuitous. Nope. Just a whole lot of different cuts to different things, like a light, a Templar guy, uh, one groaning, looking all sweaty, man bun just hanging out and watching. Smiling. Uh-huh. Scorpion in pain, presumably. Oh, or not. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, he, let's, I'm not even going to just, he gets raped. And it's awkward. For everybody. So, um, yeah, this is your, your first time um, watching Man Rape. Um, sorry I have that. you know. <laughs> Thankfully, the scene gets interrupted because word comes in that something is happening somewhere. And they all just, everybody but like three or four guys decide to leave. Bye. They're just like, well, enough of this. We gotta go. And um, Dawn arrives and Scorpion is still hanging up. Apparently somebody had the decency to cover his buns back up. And tape his pants back together? They must have sewed his pants back together, (laughs) I guess. Unless he had like, it was just a couple of buttons on there. Like the, (laughs) like the pajamas. Like just a buns flap. (laughs) <laughs> and um a couple of the templars take him down from his plastic shackles and they just start dragging him around behind yeah. one of the golf carts and it looks like they're having a fun time and let's address his costume at least has a leather cod piece on it mm-hmm. so at this point at least he's protected that way as he's getting dragged around so good for him i guess mm-hmm I mean, one humiliation's enough. And your nuts on a rock while being yeah. dragged behind a futuristic golf cart is another thing. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. And then, uh... Uh, Nadir shows up mm-hmm. and lands a cool arrow, but he misses one of the bikers that's hanging out. And, um... Nadir never misses. Yeah, so he gets... he. Uh, this obviously upsets him. So he shoots another guy in the neck, and we get a whole another head explosion. Woo! Yeah! Woo! And then the third guy to get killed in this 
Gets mm-hmm. one in the chest. Mm-hmm. Another chest explosion. Yes. Great. Unless they just reuse the same clips, but I don't care. Seeing that again. I don't think so, because it's from a different angle. They could have just had multiple cameras rolling. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, they might have done it. But still cool, nonetheless. It would have been cool with blood. We're and I'm, keep on saying that. Yep. And I'm pretty happy. So, meanwhile, at the caravan. So, yeah, the Templars show up at the camp, the caravan. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to the kid is fixing Scorpion's car. And Nadir starts rubbing it in the Scorpion about what happened. And that he should have just asked for help. And it gets a little homophobic here. Yep. But we'll just breeze over that. Because, I guess, 80s Italian machismo. Bibbidi bobbidi boobity. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. But like, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's like after this event happened, Scorpion loses all of his skill. Yeah, he's like trying to unholster his gun. He's really slow. And I I will say this: yes, that would be a traumatic event. Yeah, he was hanging up there for overnight. He was dragged behind a golf cart. Hopefully, didn't his nutsack on a rock. And he's he was clearly sore when he got released, too. Like, mm-hmm. he actually seemed rather injured. Mm-hmm. His arms are going to be kind of jelly, too. Yeah. But I think what they're getting at, though, is because that happened to him, that he lost all his ability to be manly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he can barely draw his gun. Until, until Nadir starts, like, making fun of him, saying that... Seeing that he's better than Scorpion, and Scorpion proceeds to draw his gun really fast and point at him. Yep. That's all it took. He just had to get angry, I guess. Mm. Because you can't have all those feelings as a man, Brennan. you got to push them all down. And once you push all those feelings down to a really dark place into a tiny piece of coal that eventually turns into a diamond, you just poop that diamond out, and you're good to go. And you're a man again. But my counselor said it was okay for men to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, well, there are definitely situations where it's appropriate. And he should have just cried. He would probably would have just felt better. Not saying that's... Just, just the, I'm not saying... Oh, man. That's such a touchy subject. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's the cure for getting over it. I'm not like, oh, you've been raped. Get over it. That's not appropriate. No. But this is just a cheesy movie that we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. That being said, the Templars show up at the caravan and they're lining up the survivors. We don't get to see them actually attack the caravan, but we there's fire, so we know something happened. And they're lining up like not Tommy Lee Jones. The um, drawing of Tommy Lee Jones by Tommy Lee Jones. Nadir's um, booty call. Um no named woman. Just a second, just gotta. Hey! Hey! Got it. You get it? You did? Yeah. You saved us all, Brennan. Thanks. That mosquito almost killed us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some other survivors are all lined up. Mm-hmm. And. But then, for whatever reason, it, after they line up all those people, it, it cuts. Will you stop making farting noises? We're trying to do a podcast here. <laughs> this movie's almost over. Meanwhile, one is apparently just hanging out in a tent and getting high. And the one the to... one guy 
Listening to, like, bad poetry or something. The perpetrator's smoking weed. Just chilling out, like, relaxing after what he did. Man Bun shows up and he's like, uh, yeah, you know those three guys that were supposed to finish off Scorpion? Oh, yeah. They haven't come back. They're still missing. That's it for that scene. When it cuts to the kid again, Mm -hmm. and there's lots of weirdness going on because he's just being goofy and sending out some type of corkscrew, corkscrew drill yeah. from his camper, and then moves some shield over. And Nadir like throws like some of his explosive tips at it, and then the kid blows up and dies. The glass breaks, and shrapnel just fills his face. He screams for a little bit, but soon he's just overcome and dies. Nah, it does nothing. Nah, just apparently just he's the apparently class. he's come up with some type of like transparent steel and paint uh, it and the whistly drill. <laughs> then we go back and one is insulting the survivors that are all lined up. Our heroes show up ready to fight, but they send in a trap, which is just one of the golf carts with some dead guys in it, which. You know, they realize, like, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and um, in comes Scorpion. You like this reveal of him coming in. It's really cool. Because he's, like, standing there and he has this cool, like, cloak on. But he doesn't have the hood up. But he's standing there in the fire. And, like, you can just see him. You can just see the outline of him, but you don't really know who it is. And it starts panning closer and everyone's kind of looking, like, who was that? And pants close and it's Scorpion and he has this look in his eyes like he's ready for revenge mm-hmm. it's cool it's yeah. probably the coolest shot in the entire movie next to the fog machine nuclear explosion from the <laughs> beginning yep so then apparently it's on like donkey kong <laughs> <laughs> the the kid the kid the kid from before the mechanic kid he's shooting slingshots at people's throats and it's brutal <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He's sh- shooting those steel, uh, steel balls, mm. like steel ball bearings, just hitting dudes in the throat. Yep. Like he's a great shot, and I'm thinking, oh my god, that I would think I'd rather just get I'm shot with you, a laser. I'm telling you, murderer. <laughs> and then, uh, Scorpion gets into a confrontation with one. With one. Oh. With, was it? Was it? Yeah. So the kid shooting people comes after this, but yeah. Oh, God it, damn. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So they're kind of like moving around the junk mm. in, in, of this camp. And Scorpion ends up going behind some stuff. And one thinks, now's my chance. I'm just going to shoot him. Who was it? Was it was a man bun guy? I thought it was one. Who's one? Is that his name? Yeah, that's the leader. His name is one. That's what I've been calling him this entire podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so he realizes, like, oh, I've got this sweet shot. I can shoot him in the chest. So we pew, pew, blast twice through, right? And you think, like, oh, no, he shot him. Oh, no. <laughs> but then, just like Clint Eastwood, hiding something under that drug rug of his, instead of, like, that piece of metal... He isn't happy, he's feeling glad. <laughs> he pulls it off. He pulls off his uh, cloak. He's got sunshine in a bag. 
No. <laughs> He's got see-through plastic armor on. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Covering his dad bod. His... <laughs> Yet again, so happy that the <laughs> the vacuum form machines have survived. <laughs> The kid's like, hey, I found this vacuum form machine. I guess I can make some armor out of this. So now apparently everybody's like, well, we totally can't kill this guy now because, I mean. You can't just shoot him in the face. You can't just shoot him in the face or the arms or the legs. It's just like shoulder pads. He's invulnerable and, to explosions covering his entire body. And a belly piece. Yeah. Like, that's it. Game over. What can you do? And now it's a murder spree. Yep. And everybody's just like shooting everybody. Man bun, he threatens the survivors, he kills not Tommy Lee Jones. He not Tommy some- Lee Jones drawing of himself. <laughs> Sorry. He shoots somebody in the junk. <laughs> and kills a couple others. Man bun gets it in the face when Scorpion shoots him when he's looking through a tube. And again, it just looks like third degree burns. Yeah, he's just like, oh no, my face got ah, And then he falls dead. Not even like a bad burn. No. Like it's it's like a day old rug burn. that's that's the best way to describe it (laughs) and i'm thinking that nadir and this kid if they teamed up for a solo movie i would watch it or a sitcom or a sitcom just those two hanging out Mm -hmm. because they're totally like high-fiving each other yeah they're having a blast yeah just murdering these templars i'm telling you right now it would surpass young sheldon Hands down. (laughs) Nobody's going to get that joke in like a couple months. Yeah. When it gets canceled because it's going to be garbage. Well, I guess you'd think about that. You'd also put that to Big Bang Theory because it's also garbage. Mm -hmm. It's a horrible misrepresentation of nerds in there. Culture. So to, so to conclude. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, to conclude our rape revenge movie, <laughs> Scorpion and one, they get into a chase. Two. <laughs> the two of them get into <laughs> a chase. Another slow driving chase. <gasps> mm-hmm. But, you know, Scorpion driving just like half a mile an hour faster catches up to one. Mm-hmm. It pushes a cool guy button on his cool guy car and a cool guy panel opens up in the front and what comes out the cool guy drill the cool guy drill that's right it comes whistling out Mm -hmm. and the slowest scene in this movie is that drill going into that car it takes forever to get to the car it's going so slow and there's such a gap between the back of the car and the actual trunk because there's a bit of a where did this thing fit in a car it had to be longer than the car to get there and then it just slowly like and what can you what you can only assume would be in one's butt because it looks to be like towards the bottom like you can kind of see the angle yeah take that i think that's what they were going for even though it probably would have just been his back but i think that's what they were getting at take take that we forgot wait yeah what did we forget Back of the big battle. Okay. One of my favorite scenes. Nadir, he sees a couple guys around the corner. 
he sets down one of the explosive tips on the ground, and the guys oh. walk over, and one of the guys, they're, they're together, and I'm like, yes, 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 because I just want to see like, their bodies flying in the air all ragdoll, mm-hmm. and explodes, and I it was covered by the explosion, so I didn't see the body fly up. I just saw one of the guys fall down, and I had, I actually, like, audibly groaned. I was like, aww. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> a couple of seconds later, a body falls, full ragdoll, and just crumples across a couple of tubes. <laughs> it's great. Um, honestly, there's not a whole lot <coughs> to this movie from this point. Um, catching back into um, Scorpion's Revenge, because one just ends up screaming, and then he crashes. And explodes. Mm-hmm. Scorpion goes back to the caravan, and Nadir is just like, "Hey, I'm gonna take off with this babe. You know, see you later." And Scorpion's like, "Okay, bye." You can then... see me in the new Barbarians too. The search for more Templars. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the kid just awkwardly walks over and. Hold Scorpion's hand. End scene. End movie. Roll credits. Cut. Was that supposed to imply that he's taking him on as a son? I don't know. It's not like they needed to have a father-son relationship. No. Unless that was his kid. Never. Never. It's never explained. Doesn't matter. No. Um, yeah. That was That was it. Warriors of the Wasteland slash The New Barbarians. Warriors of the Wasteland. Yeah, that's a much better title. Um... What did you think of the movie? Mm, besides the anti-gay rhetoric okay. to it, awesome. It's short. It's to the point. There's some fun stuff in it. It never drags. Even when it does, it's bearable. Yeah, I mean, we kind of... There was a small part in the middle where it kind of drags a bit, like once they get to the, the, the second... The god camp. Yeah. And that's as slow as it gets, but I mean, honestly, this thing just kind of cooks along. It just is like, okay, we got an action scene. Uh, what do we do next? Action, action scene. <laughs> um, what's, should we have some dialogue? Yeah. Does it need to be part of the story? Nah, who cares? Keep going. <laughs> we got to get to the next action scene. I mean, it's a it's a it's like an hour and a half. It, mm-hmm. it just it just cooks along. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend it. Yeah, even without all the blood, which I think blood would have made it a much better movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been, you know, um, well, you probably would get it more from, say, Turbo Kid. Mm-hmm. Turbo Kid was kind of like this movie in some ways, just with a lot of blood. Yeah. And if it had that level of gore effects in it, even though it was ridiculous, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. So it's close to being a great cheesy movie, but instead it just ends up being a really fun, good cheesy movie. Because yeah. it's not, you don't have to think. Mm-hmm. You just watch. I mean, we joked around about overthinking this movie, but you don't need to. Mm-hmm. You can just take it for face value and go, wow, that was pretty fun. Yeah, but I'd recommend it. I do too. I highly recommend it. Um, this is first time viewing for me, I think. I might have seen it as a kid, but who knows? I used to watch those movies like... <laughs> nobody's uh, business. Yeah, like nobody's business, seriously. I went through that thing like, you know, Trump goes through staff members. Ha! I get it. Well, I guess that's it. I yeah. don't really have much to add to it. No. Short, sweet, to the point. Yep. And, um, yeah. That's it from us. We'll see you next episode. Unless we're all killed in a nuclear apocalypse. In which 
Yeah, that's why I said I think this might be a documentary from our future. If we could only figure out the timeline. We're so yeah, it's, it's almost as convoluted as the Zelda timeline. <laughs> we'll never know. It's a, it's a fun mystery. Um, guys, where does Link of the Past fit into this? Are you going to do some Warriors of the Wasteland fan fiction? I'm sure there's already some. <laughs> uh, let's hope not. All right. So for the Corrupted Youth Podcast, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> um, if you want, uh, please rate and review. Please. Please rate and review please. wherever you listen to us. You can find us please. on Podomatic. You can contact or... us at... Hey, we're, wait. We're also on iTunes. That's where you can listen to us, which you probably already know because you're listening to it right now, I guess. On iTunes because it was Podomatic. But if you do, if you are listening to this on Podomatic... Good for you. Yeah. Spread the word. Listen to the turd. Tell all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell everybody. Tell your grandma. We're a clean podcast. Um, even though this one got a little weird. But... Tell those Somalian kids. Yeah, because you know what? We do have a list. We do have somebody's listening in Somalia. You know yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're that listener from Somalia, hi. Wait, wait. We, we, <laughs> we know you're listening. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, thanks everybody who listens. Thanks to our fellow podcasters mm-hmm. who have supported us. Yeah, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. And um, if, please drop us some uh, feedback if you want. You can reach us at Podomatic. Ah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can email us at corruptedyouthpod at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. Stay wasted in the wasteland. Don't drink battery acid. Let's go!